I'm Magda from You Banished Privateers. Hey, I'm Bjorn from You Banished Privateers. And, and you're you? listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Podcast. And Bruce is ugly as fuck. Yeah, Bruce is ugly. <laughs> Hey, Magic, Chris. Hi, I'm here. It all worked out. Awesome. By the way, I'm going to blame all the technical difficulties on my technical director, Chris. Notice that it was Bruce that was doing all the calling and fucking shit up. So <laughs> he, likes to, he likes to claim himself as the good-looking one and the technically and one that's good with tech, but neither are true, just so you know. <laughs> I will tell you before we get started, I definitely have the best voice in the podcasting business. Yeah, we can tell. With a nice American face to it as well. Right. How um, are you guys? Profile picture, and you said, you know, he looks like an American radio host. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I, there, I, have, I have something going on here, Bruce, that I'm not sure what's going on here. Yeah. What band are we talking to right now? <laughs> <laughs> forgive again. Forgive my uh, partner, Chris. I think we're talking to <laughs> to what? Isn't this Rush? Who? Chris, come on! It's, it's even, <laughs> the privateers, knucklehead. Oh well, because on our schedule it says fourteen North, and they're from oh, no. they're from Florida. And I was like, these people don't sound like they're from freaking Florida. <laughs> no, not, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. How the hell are you today? Uh, we're good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you know what? That was my screw up. We're half an hour early, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. we are. What I was supposed to do? I guess we'll text them. This is this I'm is a, this I'm is the deal. I'm we, all screwed up today. We were a week early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last week we were waiting for you, and then we realized that we had the wrong day. Best <laughs> <laughs> of us can have a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> So what's it like in Sweden during this lockdown? You guys doing all right over there? Yeah, it depends on where you live, of course. Uh, but up north in Umeå, it's pretty much business as usual. Uh, a, a lot of the restrictions, of course, but not a, not a complete lockdown or anything. Uh, oh, it's not a lockdown over there? No. No. No, Sweden, right. Sweden didn't do that. No. Oh, they, I had no idea. Well, yeah. we, we do have uh, a lot of things are closed and we, uh, like it's forbidden to have uh, gatherings with over 50 people and things like that. But we don't have like lockdown, all of the schools oh, wow. and, the and restaurants are open. Oh, the restaurants are open too? Yeah. yeah, but there's not a lot of people outside. Right. Here it's a mess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a mess. Everything's closed. Nobody knows what they're doing. It's, it's a complete mess. It's uh, it's it is a gong show. I will admit to that. <laughs> yeah, sure. So anyway, let's so, talk about you guys. Go ahead, Chris. The first thing I noticed is on your wiki page it says that you have nearly thirty members in your band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. That as somebody in, that was in a band formerly, that sounds like a nightmare. How, how do you how do you deal with all those personalities? <laughs> <laughs> No, but but actually the like the thirty band member thing it's is sort of one of our strengths. Like, what could be the biggest issue for a band is, is we've sort of turned it into one of our 
greatest strengths because we don't really perform with 30 people. Like our, uh, we've done a show where we were 26 or something like that. Wow. But, yeah. n- but normally uh, we go on stage with 10 to 12 people, which means that we have a, a like very diverse yeah. and strong co- collective that we can pick musicians from so that we don't have to turn down gigs. It's, uh, yeah, and the fans think it's so much fun to try to like see everyone in the band because some people are more rare to see, and some of us are on stage all the time. Yeah, yeah. How, so, like how many people are on stage all the time? Uh, hmm. No one actually. We don't have anyone that does all the shows, but we have maybe five or six of us that does a lot of shows. Oh, that's really yeah. cool. This is, this is a really interesting idea. It's not yeah. so, it's not something I've seen before. It kind of reminds me more of like a like a Broadway show, you know, with, <laughs> with yeah. that with that many people. It's really it's a cool idea. Is it is it hard doing festivals with a band that size? No, festivals are great for a band that size. Actually, it's the the harder part is getting bookings for smaller venues and stuff like that because. Obviously, if say we we perform with twice as many musicians on stage as a normal band, that means the traveling costs are going to be at least twice as high. Yeah, uh, which can be a you know turn off for for a lot of promoters and stuff. So, oh, absolutely. But, but for the bigger festivals, that usually isn't an issue. So, so festival suits us very good, actually. Nice. It's it's kind of sad to see all the festivals getting shut down right now. Yeah, sure. That's a yeah. Yeah. Did you guys lose a lot of gigs because of that? Yeah, we have uh, basically all of the season until August is uh, cancelled. Man, oh, that's tough. That's uh, yeah. Let's get onto a, a brighter note. Now I see here that um, you released your first record on International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and this. All- this makes me smile more than anything, and I'll, I'll tell you why. I used to wait tables when I was a touring musician, and um, we had this, whenever this day would come up, which only happened twice while I waited tables, yeah. but it came up, and we would, we would talk like that to customers, and they'd be just like, what the hell are you doing? Hi, matey. You didn't tell them why? It's International Talk Like a Pirate Day. And they're just like, yeah. So... Can you give me your best pirate impersonation? You know, we suck at pirate impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone is so disappointed with yeah. us. That really isn't our forte at, at all. Like, we have... Okay, now Bruce is at it again. <laughs> Can you hear me, right? I was expecting uh, you guys to come on and be like, we're going to do this interview in character. Is that okay? And we, we always say yes. And then it's like, hi, I'm from... <laughs> Now, we yeah, started that's not really our thing. We sort of started out like that because we didn't know how to act when, when we approached other venues and promoters and stuff like that. And we soon realized it was impossible to get anything done or said because everyone was trying to find out new and very difficult ways of expressing whatever they wanted. And, and when you talk business, you can't, you can't talk like a pirate, really. It's, oh, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the contract would, would uh, <laughs> look so so odd, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, matey, 
I'd say we we, we want a uh, thirty gallons of rum worth of gold for for this show. Can you can you uh, procure that for us? Yeah. And, uh, then we uh, have a deal. Otherwise, we might have to parlay about uh, some of the details. <laughs> you know, it doesn't work. It's, <laughs> No, I would quit the band if we had to yeah. talk about that all of the time. Oh, come on. Give us your best pirate impersonation. Um, was that yours, Bjorn? <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> doesn't get any better. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you get asked that all the time, and you're like, I wish these assholes would just stop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, yes, I, yes. I just did a faux pas. So on this... <laughs> On this podcast, we have a rule where you're not allowed to ask questions to a band that they're always asked. So I just party foul, and I apologize. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. But, awesome. Yeah, like you said, it, it, it happens a lot. Uh, but less now. Uh, now that we are being taken more serious as a band, and people actually know who, who we are. From the beginning, it was all about the, the R's yeah, and like the gimmick. Ah, cool. So I think we lost Bruce. I don't think yeah. he's. I don't think he's here anymore. He's writing. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, he's no, like. Really? This is. He's probably thinking to himself. This is what happens when I leave Chris to these things. Just party foul after party foul. But um. <laughs> so, so, but he's with. Yeah, he is in the conversation still. So he probably just muted himself and he doesn't know how to unmute it. Um, <laughs> he's like, "Where's hey? That? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, am I here? You're here." Oh my god, I had to restart the whole computer. <laughs> Welcome back. My god. I just, I'm sorry you were subjected to him. Oh <laughs> god, here comes another phone call. <laughs> you don't realize this is the most popular podcast in the world. People are calling yeah, in with questions. They're calling in with questions for you, so he's screening them. <laughs> right. That was a live calling. What did they want wow. to know, Bruce? They wanted to know. With 30 people in the band, how do you guys all write? Does everybody Did we write not just parts? fucking do this? No, we didn't talk about writing. We talked about the stage. <laughs> uh, well, we tried writing with 30 people. And uh, it was sort of sort of like uh, talking like a pirate when you do business. It's <laughs> not everyone, work. everyone has a lot of input and ideas. And uh, it takes a lot of time. And in the end, it doesn't turn out really well. So... We figured out that it's better actually to do writing in, in smaller groups, or that someone presents a more or less complete idea, and then that's where the band comes in, comes in and sort of shapes the sound of it, and everyone adds their own little flavor to it. But, gotcha. So, how did you guys end up on Napalm? No idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think they they contacted you, Jaren, right? Yeah. Uh, like. They contacted us and said they had this crazy idea. They were looking for a band that they were going to pump, uh, like, uh, was it 2 million or 20 million euro worth of uh, TV uh, slots in, into, in, in, in German TV, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah. And, and we said, yeah, I think they have the wrong band. <laughs> I think they have the right sport for another band or something. But since we since we are a folk band, we're not a metal band at all. But uh, we said, yeah, sure, let's do it. Uh, and the deal didn't come through because they already had uh, like this TV network company already had the the new flavor of the month planned. 
and we think it was actually a musketeer band <laughs> that <laughs> sort of outstaged us there. Uh, but yeah, they they still made us an offer after that, uh, and we said that. Uh, well, it's a bit weird since we've released our two previous albums on on the Pirate Bay, and we're like a DIY band. But fuck, let's try it. No one's ever ever really been on, on a big label before, so we need right. to try it, try it out and see what it's like. So, yeah, and here we are now. Yeah, we do a lot with Napalm. They've always been great with us. Yeah, yeah, we interview a lot of their bands, but um, no, they- I just I I was just wondering like. Because you don't really come across as like a typical Napalm band, which is no, which is really cool. Not at all. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we we take a lot of flack for that. Really, like diehard uh, met metalheads that says, "What the fuck is this? It's <laughs> not even an electrical guitar in this. Where where are the bass <laughs> bass drums?" And yeah, so. yeah, they were really disappointed with us in the beginning. <laughs> not Napalm, but uh, the metalheads. Yeah. Where's <laughs> the screaming? <laughs> then we, we sort of live for like the best comments we get is I came here expecting metal or I came here expecting another Ailstorm band uh, and now I'm stuck I'm, I'm so confused like, like, <laughs> yeah we get a lot of that are, it's awesome yeah, that's a great place to put a fan in it's completely different but they realize that they really appreciate it so yeah that's a that's an amazing place there. that's an amazing place to put a fan in because you know they won't forget it. Yeah. No. Because that's true. The memories are most often made when something unexpected happens. Wow, yeah. that sounded prophetic. That was like really yeah, yeah. deep. I should I should write that down. Uh, Realize now where you are the most popular podcast in the world. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> So because Bruce let me, lets his phone ring in the background and then restarts yeah. his computer. And <laughs> but let me get to the most important questions, all right? Because I've got like three that the fans have. That's why the phone's been ringing. Mm-hmm. Here's what the fans want to know. You ready? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah is, a, is a hot dog a sandwich? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> why? You're it should be spread, right? Well, I think it needs to be like. The other way around, because that it. it do you think it, the bun needs to be separated, maybe, and then it's a sandwich, or what are you saying? No, I need the bun needs to be like on the bottom and on top, not on the sides. Oh, so you're saying it depends. On how it you're needs holding. to be fully wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> no, but if you're holding it sideways, oh. then it's a sandwich, and then if you're holding it the other way, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I got, I got one. <laughs> is 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 tomato soup really just ketchup water? Yes. <laughs> yes. And it, and it tastes like it. Tomato soup is the mo- the most like uh, what is it called? Overly appreciated dish in the world. I agree, like, but, every, but however, I think exactly that. This but however, a pan of tomatoes and water. But if you put it like with a grilled cheese, it's kind of cool, right? Tomato tomato soup and grilled cheese, no. No, I ah. love tomato soup. I used to eat it all of the time when I was twenty. <laughs> so now that we're talking about soup, is is a cereal a soup? Um. <laughs> Why the hell not? Yeah, hey. I guess, yeah. Hey, I would say so too. Very good. 
Sorry, these are uh, you know pending questions. Everybody wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce's phone is ringing, so you know. <laughs> We're gonna leave those phone rings in when we edit it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put in a vocal overdub. Perfect. Party foul. I love it. <laughs> Wait, you asked questions you weren't supposed to even ask. So let's not even go there. This, this whole podcast, is, this whole episode is party foul, left, right, and center. So we well, that's apo- what makes the best, right? Bruce can't even get you on the line first of all because he doesn't know how to use a computer. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I'm going to blame the guests because they set up a Facebook thing that wasn't working. Well, you can't blame yeah. the guests. It's, <laughs> it's like, it, you know, it's like if you invite someone over for Christmas and they have body odor, well, you invited them over for Christmas. I'm not saying that you have body odor, that you're bad. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> hey, along those same lines, what's the weirdest smell you've ever smelled? Oh, God. <laughs> Well, we do have a lot of weird smells within the band, actually. Uh, Our piano player, uh, Nobility, he smells really bad sometimes. His hat and his wig that he wears, it's the worst smell you can get. Yeah, it's it's horrific. But he he sort of makes up for that by being the one that supplies the band with beaver booze. Oh, yeah. have you heard? Have you heard? Of, what is it called? Like Bieber Shine or whatever? Like Moonshine? No, it's you, you take hard liquor and uh, you go kill a beaver and you take the anal gland. Oh, and you let, you no, let, no, 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 no. You that's not a thing. This dissolve in the liquor, and that's the beaver booze. Oh, is, no, that's not a thing, is it? That's why he fucking yeah, it smells. I, I, that's why he no smells. Oh it's a Swedish specialty. Oh. Yeah. Yep. As, as oh my a, god, it really is. As a Canadian, I'm, I'm really offended that I don't oh know about god. this yet. What does it taste like? Well, I'm a vegetarian, so I have never tried it, but I've smelled it. And it uh, smells like... I don't... I think like it's lemon. also used in perfume, actually. Yeah, it is. And it's, it tastes like leather, almost. It's, it's not bad at all. It's a b- very special taste. Uh, leather and musk and, yeah, very strong flavor. I'm reading this right now. It says bourbon whiskey flavored with help from beaver butts. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I wonder who's the guy that thought about that, like sitting around a campfire one day and drinking some booze and said, you know what would be really good? A beaver's ass. <laughs> yeah, well, they were probably sitting around and they were like, man, we've used every other part of the beaver. What do we do with the anal gland? And some guy was like, well, I got this shitty booze over here. Throw it in there. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All right. Where, so somehow where, we, where are we going with this? I was saying, somehow we got to bring this way back to the, uh, the music. Tears. Music. Yeah, let's bring it back to music. What is the, uh, with all those guys you have on stage, what is the craziest thing that's ever happened live? Like, like some bizarre incident? <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, might let you go. Well, Bjorn has been uh, knocked out once. <laughs> or maybe twice. Yeah. Did that happen? Huh? And uh, I sort of almost strangled myself. No. Oh, well. yeah. Uh, a cord? But, uh, no, we, we do this thing with a like, tightrope noose hanging execution thing, and it sort of misfired once or twice. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and first time was on my sister's wedding. So. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> if, if you've seen the movie Four Weddings and a Funeral, that was <laughs> where we, we were heading. So. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> nice. so you use a noose on stage and it went wrong. The trick yeah. went wrong. Yeah. No one wow. could have seen that coming. <laughs> Interesting. But we did mess around a lot of on stage. I mean, sometimes things goes wrong and and it happens bad stuff, but there also happens a lot of good stuff. Right. I'm thinking of uh, I think uh, two years ago, uh, our fans actually surprised us when we were like on stage playing a song and we noticed that things were starting to move like on the side stage, and mm-hmm. then uh, out came a lot of people with uh, puppet replicas of all of the band members. So they have, had made like hand puppets that looked yeah. exactly like us. And they <laughs> knock it up on stage and started to like sing together with us. Yeah. Re- wow, really that's pretty big, cool. Really big ones, like Muppet style yeah. puppets. And really There's actually well a music video with the puppets what? that they made also. I have to see that. You got Jim Henson. <laughs> <laughs> so, so lastly, what are you guys doing in this time where you can't tour and you can't be out, you know, out on the road? What are you doing to connect with the fans? Are you doing any kind of live stream stuff or anything? Yeah, a few. It was uh, three weeks ago. We were supposed to have a release party for our new album, but we had to cancel it due to the coronavirus, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead, we set up a live stream show that uh, went really. Well, I think we reached oh, nice. people all over the world, and it was really cool to like connect with fans that we never get to connect with otherwise. Yeah. That is very cool, and I mean, I guess in this day and age, you're gonna have to figure out ways to to keep getting you know interactions going. Yeah, yeah. sure. Right. Do you guys have merch made for sale that fans could go buy? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, we do. Where Even do they some go websites. to get it? Yeah. Uh, well, gbanishprivateers.com. That's where you'll find a web shop. Uh, yeah, and this link from our social media as well. And are you guys pretty active on social media? So fans, if, if, if the one or two people listening to this want to get hold of you, uh, they can... Uh, <laughs> yeah. They can. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Just, uh, mail, or, mail or Facebook. We usually re- reply the same day. So, awesome. Yeah. Cool. So you got that Facebook badge usually replies within 24 hours. Yeah, I guess. I hope yeah. we do. <laughs> <laughs> I guess people can go and check if we're lying or not. And we actually tried, you know, having a pirate pirate language on our Facebook profiles for a while. But that was the same thing. You know, you know you can put the setting on Facebook <laughs> on which language you prefer right. and then you can you can have pirates. But that was the same thing, you know. You couldn't get anything done, and you couldn't find your way around the Facebook or understand what people wanted from you because you, you didn't know where to find the messages. Or <laughs> yeah, the story nice. made people disappointed, but uh, we've all reverted back to using like normal style of Facebook now. Yeah, I think you'll forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I apologize if this was all over the place, but we'd like to try and make them fun and talk about yeah, nothing. Yeah. This is a podcast okay. about nothing. Yeah. So awesome. it's 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 metal. It's a metal podcast based on just people getting to listen to the band talk and interact, as opposed to asking dumb questions like, "Oh, can you speak in pirate?" Oh, wait, yeah, I did right. that. Oh, wait, you did ask that. 
<laughs> the soup things really had me think. So yeah, so you know, those are Chris's questions, but I try and ask them to, to satisfy. Him. <laughs> Nice. That's good. Thank you for helping hey, me there. Yes. Thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Thanks oh, thanks for, for having us, guys. Be safe out there, and hopefully, we get to catch you soon. Yeah. And don't worry, safe. we'll edit out the phone rings. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or we might not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it seems really important for the conversation. <laughs> I'm going to try and order some beaver booze. Hey, you shit. do that. Yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right, man. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank Bye. You. you there? I'm here. The hell was that all about? <laughs> what the hell happened to you? I have no idea. Everything started going nuts. My computer started wigging out. It doesn't matter. I could hear you, and then I had to restart everything. And I'm and like, I was I'm like, who the hell are we talking to? These people aren't from Florida. <laughs> I'm all screwed up. <laughs> Today is. Can you tell I'm not on my game? That was that guy calling. He's like, are you going to call me? I go, yeah, I fucked up. I'm, I'm on the wrong one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm all over the place today. All right, let's hang up and get four, North 14 or 14 North on. Okay, let me just name this marker so I, so I don't send you 14 North as ye banished privateers. Yeah, I was like, holy cow. I don't even know where I'm at today. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll right, hang up. Let's hang up. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you'd cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effie Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. <laughs>